Welcome to Mindset and Money Mastery for Photographers, the podcast. We help overwhelmed photographers make more money while simplifying their business by mastering their, you guessed it, mindset and money. Tune in each week for practical and actionable tips to take your photography business up a notch. Let's dive right in. One of the most controversial things that I said recently at a summit that I spoke at had to have been that I don't have a price list. And you might be listening to this going, wait, what? You don't have a price list? Nope. I ditched my price list a few years ago. And I spoke at the Hair of the Dog Summit uh, recently. And when I was talking about my methods and the systems that I use and how I simplified so much, and that I don't even have a price list or a prep guide or a product guide or any of that, the chat blew up. Everyone was like, wait, you don't have a price list? What do you mean you don't have a price list? Your clients don't know your prices? What what is happening? Have you lost your mind? Corinda must be crazy. And it made me laugh a little bit because honestly, like, it doesn't even seem like that big of a deal anymore. You see, I used to have a price list. Of course, I used to have a price list. Everyone has a price list. But what I quickly started to realize is that my price list was like my clients reading a different language. It didn't matter if it was simple. It didn't matter if it had pictures. It really didn't matter at all. My clients still didn't understand it. They weren't more prepared to spend money with me just because they saw a price list. Because guess what? That price list without context means nothing to a client. That price list doesn't mean anything. If I were to hand somebody a price list and say, which size portrait do you want? Most people would probably look at it and say, I want a 16 by 20. That sounds great. But hopefully you know this. A 16 by 20 is tiny on most people's walls. But when I sold from a price list, that's what most people bought. You see, with a price list, you're essentially just no different than handing your clients a menu at McDonald's and saying, which combo would you like? And honestly, if you have packages and you use packages, I don't use packages for the record. It's no different than saying, what combo do you want on the menu? You're going to look and be like, oh, I guess I'll take that one. Sure, it looks good. You might choose the first one on the menu because it's the most convenient or the one in somewhere in the middle, or you're probably not going to choose the cheapest one or the most expensive one. You'll choose one in the middle. Have you ever been to a fancy steakhouse and you look at the steaks on the menu and you're like, hmm, well, I don't want the cheapest one, but I don't really want that expensive one either because that is way expensive. There's no way although it might be the best thing in your life and you missed out on it because you would never order it because it was the most expensive thing there. So you probably pick something in the middle. Instead, what if I told you that your business can and should be a lot more like a five-star restaurant? And clearly there's a theme going on here that I like talking about food and restaurants because I like food a lot and I like eating But your business should be no different than a five-star restaurant. Have any of you ever been to a restaurant where they literally come to your table and say to you, 
What type of food would you like? I will prepare something for you. Honestly, I hadn't been. We went to Germany a few years ago. Um, I went over there for a photography workshop, actually. Well, I went to England for a photography workshop, and then we went to Germany afterwards. And my husband and I went to dinner with a friend and her boss at the time to a Japanese steakhouse in Germany, of all things. And when we sat down at the table, the waiter came up to us and he was like, good evening. What kind of food would you like this evening? Let me know and I will prepare. I will have the chef prepare something for you. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's too crazy. I have no idea. I need more information. I need to be more educated. I don't make decisions like this. I don't even know what this means. What is happening? Is this a thing? (laughs) And I kind of freaked out for a second because I didn't know what to expect. And ultimately I was like, can I see the menu? Is there a menu? Can we see the menu? And everyone was like, yeah, let's look at the menu because we don't have a clue what we want or what we're doing here. Well, what if when we made a reservation, they had educated us? They had told us that when you come into the restaurant, that your waiter would come up to you, introduce himself, and he would talk to you about what you like, what your needs are, what you're in the mood for. And then he would prepare something for you. What if they would have told us that most of the time you come in and when they prepare something for you, you're going to be spending around $150 per plate or per person. Sometimes we can do something bigger. Sometimes we can do something lower, but if it's much more than the normal range, we'll let you know. Or what if they would have said, Hey, we can prepare something special for you. If you want a steak option, it's going to be around $150 per person. If you would like seafood, it's going to be around $250 per person about, and we'll just prepare something for you. How does that sound? I probably have been like, Oh yeah. Okay, cool. I can do that. Sure. Little did I know. That would have been a walk in the park by the time we got our bill. But that's a whole nother story (laughs) for a whole nother day. This is the most expensive dinner I've had in my life. And it was definitely an experience. And I, I did learn a lot by this experience. The things that I learned were that I definitely would have been that person who would have loved to have something prepared for me. But I would have liked to have been educated about it first. I would have liked to have known what to expect when I walked into the restaurant. I'd have liked to know ahead of time what I was getting myself into. Because what happened was when they put the menu in front of me, I didn't really understand it. It felt like I was reading a different language. I didn't know what the things were. I honestly couldn't tell you what I ordered. I can remember what the dish looked like, but I can't tell you what I ordered. And I can tell you that it tasted good. It was good. It was very interesting. It was nothing like I had ever eaten before. The whole experience was nothing like I had had before. And the thing is, is that it showed me that I would have much rather been educated. I would have much rather known what to expect. And I would have much rather just trusted them to make me something beautiful and amazing that I liked instead of trying to interpret this menu that I didn't understand. And I think the same thing applies for our clients. If you ask most people what they want or what they think they might want, it probably doesn't actually fit what their vision is. That 16 by 20 that most people will tell you they want or that 11 by 14, I'll tell you what, it's never big enough. 
If you are sitting there and you are selling 11 by 14s and 16 by 20s to your clients, it's not big enough. I had a client one time that insisted, this was years ago, she insisted that she only wanted 11 by 14 for her wall. And I, I didn't have the tools to show her or to tell her otherwise that it was a bad idea. I tried to tell her. I thought I told her. You know what happened when she got her portrait? She called me. She goes, Corinda, I know you tried to tell me this. She said, but that 11 by 14 looks ridiculous on my wall. Don't let anyone ever make that stupid decision that I made. And I was like, I need to do better. I didn't do a good job as her photographer letting her put that on her wall. That was terrible. What do I do in the future to avoid that? So now what do I do? Instead of showing my clients a menu, a price list, a price guide, a PDF guide, whatever it may be, I get to know them. I talk to them. I ask them what their needs are. I prepare them properly. I set expectations and paint a picture in a way that they can understand. I don't tell them that a 30 by 40 metal is $2,700 or whatever it costs. I don't tell them that an album is $3,000 for 20 portraits or whatever it may be. Instead, I paint a picture. How do you paint a picture? Well, I say something like this. Hey, you know what? Most of my clients end up getting a, an album with a bunch of their favorite portraits. Normally, most people fall in love with around 30 to 40 of their portraits. And then most clients end up getting a set of wall art for their home in a mid-range size. And they spend around five or $6,000. Now, if you just wanted some small, petite tabletop prints to put around your house, like say a set of eight of those, you might invest around like $1,200 or so. If you want like giant, bigger than life pieces of art in every room of your home that are hand painted by my canvas artisan and they're beautiful and you want an album with all of the portraits from your session, you might want to spend 10 or 20,000, maybe even more on your portraits. Can anybody understand what I just said? Can any person imagine in their head what that looks like? A hundred percent. Would they have ever put those things together to equate to those prices if I would have handed them a price guide or a price list? No. They would have sat and they would have seen wall art pricing from like 800 bucks all the way to $15,000 and they would have glazed over and they would have seen an album price and they would have thought about their wedding book that they bought 20 years ago that's sitting in a drawer. And they would have been like, I don't want that. What is that for me? And they would have seen an eight by 10 for like 200 bucks. And they would have been like, that's insane. No way. I'm not doing that. That's all they would have seen. They wouldn't have really understood it. When you say things that make sense to you and I as photographers, our clients don't understand them, which is why I ditched my price list. They don't understand what it means. They don't understand the value, especially without context. They don't understand that they need at least a 30 by 40 over their sofa of their family, all sitting on that bench underneath the tree that their grandpa planted. But when I tell them that that 30 by 40 of their entire family sitting underneath the tree on a bench that their grandpa planted that tree, 
and that that canvas or that metal or whatever it may be is going to be thousands of dollars, they see the value in it. But when I just say like a 30 inch piece of art is thousands of dollars, they're like, huh, see you later. I also decided that the reason that I didn't want to have a price list anymore was because I wanted them to feel like they were taken care of. I wanted them to feel like they were getting that experience. Like I was just asking them questions, getting to know them and giving them what they were telling me they wanted. I didn't want them to feel like it was their decision to sit there and look at a list of things and be like, oh, which one? I'll take that one. Sure, that sounds good. I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. I don't want them to feel like I felt at that restaurant. So I have to properly prepare them. I have to properly prepare them and paint a picture of what that investment looks like for most people and what it can look like for them. I have to educate them, over-educate them. I have to make sure that I provide an experience that has them ready to invest. I have to get to know their needs so I can serve them and I can be the chef that prepares them exactly what they need and wanted with them not even knowing what they really needed or wanted in the beginning. And then I have to be able to put the ingredients together and produce it and to create something beautiful, to create something that's a once in a lifetime. And for them to say to me, you know what? I'm so glad that I got that. I'm so glad that I went for that big portrait. I'm so glad that I went for that big album. Wow. Thank goodness I didn't get small. Thank goodness I didn't go for the tiny picture on the wall. Thank goodness I got that canvas. Wow. It is just stunning. It is out of this world, Corinda. I've never seen anything like it. And I'm so happy that I spent that money on it. The experience was amazing. The process was amazing. You got to know me. You gave me exactly what I wanted and I felt supported the entire process. That's what I want my clients to say. So I threw my price list away. I stopped trusting that my clients knew how to read a different language. I stopped overwhelming my clients by showing them a different language. I stopped stopped having clients that were buying things they didn't want or necessarily need or didn't fit them because they were treating my price list like a menu, choosing something in the middle because they didn't know any better. And instead I told them I would take care of them. Instead I prepared them for the possibility of what they might invest and told them that there's options for everybody because there are. My clients invest five or six thousand dollars at the time. I have thousand dollar clients and I also have twenty and thirty thousand dollar clients. It doesn't make me a difference. I love each and every one of them the same. There are people that are at different phases and different stages of life, and there are people that are in different situations. And sometimes my thousand dollar clients save their pennies to spend that thousand dollars with me. I am forever as grateful to them as I am. My clients that spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars or more with me. And they value it and they value the experience. And they don't ever feel like they just drove through McDonald's and ordered off the menu. So my question for you is are you gonna ditch your price list? Or are you gonna keep letting your clients 
try to figure out how to order off that menu? Are you going to keep trusting that they know how to interpret something that they don't understand? Prices, sizes, products without context have zero value. And you will scare your clients off every time. The same thing applies if if you are sending your clients a price list and when they inquire with you and they're, you're saying, here's my pricing, they're ghosting you and they're saying you're too expensive. The reason is because it has no value and no context. It's no different than sending them a price list with your products on it. There's no context and there's no value without context. So I'm going to challenge you. Ditch your price list. Now, I have my session fees on my website. There's nothing wrong with that. Why not? Right? Most people don't even look at them anyway. But I don't have a product price list. I have it. It's in my computer in a giant spreadsheet and all kinds of fun stuff. Also, ditch your packages while you're at it. Ditch your packages and your price list today. But make sure that you have the solid foundation. If you're going to do these big, scary things like ditching your price list, you need to make sure you have the foundation. You need to make sure that you have the client experience, the preparation, the education, the marketing in place so that when your clients come through the process, they are prepared and they're ready. They're not left blindsided like me at the Japanese steakhouse in Germany when they were trying to ask me what I wanted to eat. And I had no idea what to tell them because I was like, this is going to cost a million dollars. And I don't know what to tell them. Now, if I would have known what to expect, I probably could have, but I didn't. Don't leave your clients feeling like that. Priceless also put your clients in a box and don't put your clients in a box. If you listen to our podcast about the secrets to five figure clients, we talk about this. We talk about not putting your clients in a box. And honestly, priceless and packages are a great way to put your clients in a box. Packages specifically are really infamous for that because people just choose something that looks good. They choose the middle package because that's what you do. When in all reality, the middle package hardly ever fits people's needs. When I had packages, I did have packages once upon a time. I've done everything. I've tried all of the systems. I've tried all of the methods. Let me tell you. When I had packages, people bought the middle package. And Nine times out of 10, the middle package didn't really fit what they needed and probably wasn't big enough art for their wall and didn't necessarily fit their needs. And I was would always try to like figure out how to make it work for them or adjust it or shift it or have flexibility. Then one day I ditched that too. I ditched a lot of things in my business. I really believe in simplifying. I believe in simplifying everything. I don't have emails. That really got to my clients. I have one email that I send to my clients during their experience with me. And then a couple automated ones that get sent in response to that as well. But I don't send them myself anymore. And they only happen after their session. There are no more emails that go out before their session. I remember when I was a newborn photographer and I would send like all these reminder emails and I had this beautiful prep guide and I would send it to these moms. Do you know how many moms showed up to their newborn session with a baby sound asleep? And I'd say, did you keep your baby up this morning? For those of you that don't know, you're supposed to keep your baby up for a couple of hours before you come to the newborn session. And the mom would go, 
what do you mean I should have kept them awake? I'd be like, I told you in that email 10 times and I put it in the prep guide. They never read it. They didn't care. When I did weddings, same thing. I had the prep guide. I had everything. I had the email series and the sequences that went out to remind them all the things they needed to know. I paid a lot of money to write those email sequences. I wrote them and then I hired a professional copywriter to go through them and make sure they were beautifully crafted and just pieces of art. Guess what? My brides didn't read that. My newborn clients didn't read them. And one day it dawned on me, why the heck am I doing all this crap that nobody cares about? Nobody reads. And it goes back to this. I started just having conversations and getting to know my clients and talking to them and preparing them like a person. And I cut out all the extra crap. No price list, no prep guide, no email sequences that go out to prepare my clients before their sessions. None of that happens. I just talk to them. That's how they know my pricing because I talk to them. That's all. I am so curious to hear what your thoughts are about price lists after listening to this today. And I would absolutely love it if you slide on over in to our DMs over on Instagram at Master Your Mind Money and let us know what you think about this episode. Let us know how you're feeling. Are you ready to ditch your price list? Are you feeling like, yeah, this might be for me. I might need to try this. If that's you and you're feeling like this, I want to hear about it. I want to hear where you're at and I want to hear your stories. Once you do ditch your price list and how it changes your business and your life. And for those of you that are listening to this, that might have been on the hair of the dog summit and you saw the chat blowing up whenever I talked about this, I would love to hear, have any of y'all considered ditching your price list since the summit or have you actually ditched it? And has it made a difference in your business? I cannot wait to hear from y'all and I am so excited to see you simplify your business and also make more money because isn't that really what this is all about? Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please make sure you share it on social media or leave a rating and review. As always, you can check out the links and resources in the show notes over at masteryourmindmoney.com. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at masteryourmindmoney. And don't forget to join our free Facebook group, Photography Business Tune-Up with Corinda K. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.